This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us for our Open Lines, Open Ideas program here on KGMI, KGMI Connects. Our phone number is always 360-676-5464. Has to be a happy day in the John from Ferndale's household as we expect to hear from Donald Trump that he's going to run for president again tonight. The struggle continues. Be interesting to hear from uh, people who have supported president, the former president, and want to see him running again. Does that make sense? If you're a dyed-in-the-wool Republican, is, is that the best answer for um, the party and for the nation in 2024? Just an idea there. Also, uh, well, lots, lots of else to discuss. The the state is not going to okay any more fish. Uh, well net pen uh, fish farms those things that hang in the water and um, critics say that they are just terrible for the environment you can kind of imagine when they got hundreds of thousands of fish and of sizable fish in just in a, a small enclosure one thing it seems a little and then I don't know what a fish's life is like or what their perception of reality is all about but it seems a little bit cruel to keep them crammed into a big net like that or a big pen. Uh, but uh, then they obviously emit waste, all those fish, hundreds of thousands of fish. And that waste goes into the waterway and it makes sense that it would foul the environment to one degree or another. Of course, then they're all throwing pellets and food in there uh, constantly as well and feeding the fish. So, um, and then not, you know, the, the state did ban, uh, non-native fish from being farmed here in our, our, uh, state waters from 2018 year after that, uh, terrible escape from Cyprus, uh, the, the pen, the pens off Cyprus Island. But, um, and then the company cook aquaculture switched over to uh, steelhead, which are a native species. Um, but now the state says no more of that. We're not going to allow it. But um, we got that. We have the tragedy of the young man from Conway, just down the down the road from us, uh, lost his life with three others in uh, in Moscow, Idaho. Idaho freshman at uh, University of Idaho, and a shooting at you know University of Virginia left three students dead, two others injured. But um, we can talk about whatever is on your mind. Got going about, uh, boy, January 6th and all kinds of stuff yesterday. But uh, we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464. And I've got a call screener. My uh, producer, Jason, is back and uh, in good health and good spirits today. So uh, give us a ring, 360-676-5464. And Rich in Ferndale gets us rolling today. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing well, doing well. So I did not listen to a lot of news today. Did Trump announce he's running or not? Not, not yet. I, he's supposed to I, have an event tonight, I think. Okay, so who knows what it'll be. He's smoking mirrors and drama and, you know, show. He's a showman, so it's, it, it may just as well be he's not going to run. I don't know, but whatever. It could, or You're, maybe he'll put it off and just kind of see, read the tea leaves in coming weeks. Who knows, maybe. It's we'll pretty see. early. I mean, it's two whole years away, so mm-hmm. why be in a big rush? So you're talking about the net pens. They've now denied the permit for Cook Aquaculture. Uh-huh. And it seems like a great solution. You can farm the fish rather than catch wild fish and save the wild fish and let them be. And, yeah, they are in a small pen, but that water flows through the nets, so it's not a big deal. And if you know the vastness of the gallons of water in the ocean and in Puget Sound, it literally has no effect on the water. It's like a millionth of 1% of any effect of anything, just the sheer volume of the water. So we have a private solution to a, a food thing where we could help ourselves, but we refuse to help ourselves because our government is very stupid. So the non-native species, I can kind of see that. However, there's not a big difference in the species. They're still fish. They're still salmon. And you can't really tell a big difference. I'd love to hear from a fisherman who's an expert on this. 
And so they get out. So what? So there's more fish. Oh, darn, there's more fish. Don't we want more fish? It's yeah. just, there's, there's no winning with the government. The government is against anything that makes sense or helps people. If it helps people, they're against it because they want everything to cost a fortune and life to be miserable. And that's really? what we have in this state. Yep. I, I don't know that that's what they go to work day in and day out uh, hoping to yes, accomplish is, is the misery they do. They of do the not people like they people. work for. Look well, at our lives here, Joe, in the last couple of years. Has life gotten easier or harder? I think it depends on your circumstance. Um, okay. I wouldn't Does, say do things it's cost more I, or not? Well, do things cost more? Sure, yes. they ha- Yeah, but is that and the government's that? fault? I, I yeah. don't know that that's the government's fault. Regulation to death kills innovation and jobs, and you can't build houses because the red tape is so thick that it's either going to cost you a fortune or you're not even going to get it. So they, they, they make these problems. And, and so anybody in Washington well, or Oregon... If you complain about the government and you vote Democrat, you have no right to ever complain because 100% of everything is Democrats have run it for 40 years. So I don't. I mean, I think a Republican can complain because but, they got no fingerprints on nothing. Okay, but now you're. I don't know. Just to blame it on one party. I mean, Democrats well, have pretty much controlled the government here. Logical, I mean, except for it? except for a stretch there when the the Senate had a Republican majority, but. But um, they didn't do but, nothing. They couldn't do now, nothing. They, they didn't make laws. They were but, stopped but, at every chance. But you're you're making the um, the the you're kind of trying to present this as though we're the only ones experiencing inflation when it's really a global issue. It's not even just a national issue. This is happening all over the world. So who's something in bigger. The, who's in control of the government, Joe, in the United States? Who's been in control the late, at least the last two years? So you think a, a, a Democratic Party that has a very slim majority in, Cong- or in Congress, in both the, the House the, and the true. Senate. Did you forget, and, did you forget and, all the spending bills, Joe? And, did you forget them the last two years, $6 trillion and of so, porculuses? Okay, so that's, that? that's causing global uh, inflation? Yeah. It is. Big time. Okay. Yep. You, you throw money in the economy, Joe, you get inflation. It's like one plus one is two. This is how it works. Mm-hmm. And the other governments did the same as we did. They printed money because of the shutdown. This whole thing has been created by the incorrect response to the pandemic. Send people home, stop them from working, and print money like it's going out of style. We have got inflation exactly because of everything the government's done the last three-ish years. Well, I talked it's to Dr. Carla Pudi logical. yesterday from uh, Peace Health, and and he's echoes what many, many, many health uh, professionals say that if we hadn't taken the the steps that we took, that we would have seen a, a um, you know exponentially higher I toll from the uh, pandemic. And I well, that's I don't know that speculation, and you can't prove it because you can't prove the road well, not taken. you really. can, you really can. You can look at the numbers no. of you can look at how no. the how the uh, illness in, infected Americans. We had over a million people who have died and, from it. People are still suffering from that's it. That's anecdotal, Joe, because I've had not. COVID and I'm perfectly fine. So my Proof of my life and your life is anecdotal, but what a doctor says is gospel. Well, that's not true. They're also anecdotal. You don't prove something you didn't do. That's not even scientifically possible. You can't do that. And didn't he say also Medical we're going to have professionals are pretty good at determining the cause of death of someone no, who dies. No, in, Joe, yeah, they are people, they, and they, they don't, they're not honest. They are people who have agendas and have wow. jobs and money. you got to remember that, Joe. No, they I'm are not going to remember that money. because I don't think it's true. I mean, it, Joe, I, it is the absolute truth. The first reason they are there is to have a job and make money. Secondarily Rich, to that, they're there to help you. But Rich, is, who do you who do you believe in? Do you have do you trust anyone? I I, I don't trust, know how you yes, go out and uh, yes, live your Joe, life each day. I, I do. I have great information from nonprofits such as the FLCCC, which are doctors who quit or got fired because they spoke out against the system and didn't yeah. agree. Yet they have proof, studied, peer reviewed, and everything that you refuse to yeah, believe. I've sent you all kinds of information. Where it's, yes, where's, what's it published I've in? It I to mean, you. okay. I sent it to you, but you refused to read it. So, well, send it, it again, and I'll take a look at it. I, I, FLC, I, Google it. FLCCC, doctors from around the world that are now treating COVID vaccination injuries. People with these horrible side effects that get pushed off to the oh. side because, Joe, it's about money. You just don't understand that. That's human nature. Money and power. This has Hun- been that but, way for but Rich, of now years. come on. Hundreds and years. hundreds of millions of doses of vaccine have been given around the globe. And there are going to be some uh, adverse reactions, sure. But, I mean, there have not been 
There, yes, there have not been, been know, thousands Joe, of, of reactions. I know they've... of my small little world and the hundred and some people I know, I know right. two people who have had very bad reactions and thought they were going to die. So that right there tells you it's not good enough because polio well, and these other vaccines I've... don't have that ever reaction, do they? We've had those shots. Did you almost die from it? No. no you know, the, the worst reaction I had to a, to a vaccine was the shingles vaccine. I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was going to die. I felt like I had the flu for a few days. But uh, One of my that... neighbors said it was worse than Agent Orange in Vietnam, and he was a big vaccine guy. But then he got over it, right? It. I mean, I felt, Three I'd... weeks, Joe. Three all weeks, right, and he right, thought he was much. going to die, and okay. he's a liberal. And so now he knows better. I also have a cancer doctor neighbor from Connecticut that hasn't moved here yet. She owns a property. She all also right. does not well, agree with it anymore. She also got very sick. She I know several people very, who very act, sick I know several people who got COVID and died and did die and lost many, their lives. Many, and and so I know, I, I know more than more more of those than I know of people that got Here's, deathly okay. ill from the vaccines. Aunt Rich, I, Dr. okay. Dr. Carla Pudi, I have a question okay. for you about Carla Pudi. Did you catch where he said? The test can't tell the difference between COVID and flu and RSV. They're all kind of the same. No, he, he didn't say he didn't say that. He said that it's possible to that. It, he said it, they believe it's once. possible to have them all at once. But so what does that tell you? Doesn't that tell you they're almost the same thing? Well, they're all if respiratory all illnesses, but they're caused by different viruses. They can identify which virus causes the each one. The viruses are very similar. SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID, is not that very similar to the one that causes the flu. Well, I don't know about the flu. It's the SARS family. So this is all so cooked over the last couple of years. Rich. Okay. All right. All right. I get your point, Rich. And you're fine. We're both fine. I get your point. Yeah. And I'm glad I got the vaccine. I got the booster. I got two boosters, actually. But I appreciate your call. Let's go to Keith and Lyndon. Hi, Keith. What's on your mind today? Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I uh, listened uh, listened all day yesterday, and there was a lot of January 6th and uh, 2020 riot talk, and I got to put my two cents in here. One of your callers, uh, you know, he, he you had mentioned uh, the January 6th, and, and he said, no, everything was fine there. Well, there's, there's nothing fine with that. There's nothing fine with breaking into the Capitol and marching the Confederate flag in the halls of Congress. There's nothing okay with that. There's nothing okay with human feces being smeared on the walls. And he, you know, he's his talking point, and everybody on the right, for that matter, is always, well, the 2020 riots in Portland and Seattle and Chicago and blah, blah, blah. What people either choose to ignore or they willfully, you know, ignore it uh, are the bad actors in there. You know, uh, there's plenty of video footage of the Umbrella Man in Minneapolis going around breaking windows to businesses. Those were not done by peaceful protesters. That's a bad actor. I really want to talk about this guy in Portland. This uh, prior Navy SEAL uh, explosives expert who uh, thought he was going to infiltrate the, the peaceful protesters. And this man actually made pipe bombs and started deploying them in Portland. And now all the people on the right want to start pointing fingers and say, look at how violent these protesters are, when really they're strategically placed bad actors. This man, Garrick Fernbaugh, you can look him up on YouTube. Somebody confronts him after he throws a pipe bomb into the crowd. And just like a scared rat in a corner, he starts freaking out. He's got a sidearm on him. He's geared up. He's got a helmet on. So a lot of folks just want to say, but the riots of 2020, they were so, so evil and bad and people died. No, no. January 6th was was the absolute worst in our, our nation's history since the Civil War. I'm a combat veteran. I, I mean, I, well, I fought and- for people's right to protest. Well, people do have a right to protest. They don't have a right to uh, to violently attack a building. And, and I appreciate your call, Keith. And and I think I, I think you make an important point. And I don't know that uh, because these same charges, the agents provocateur, were involved in uh, the Capitol riot. Uh, that there were, and there very well could be a the umbrella man in Minneapolis. Uh, this guy down in Portland. Um, uh, there could very well have been some individuals involved that were trying to incite that sort of thing for, you know, with that motive. But the bottom line is that with the riots that were happening in Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, other cities around the country and around the world for that matter, following the death of George Floyd, there wasn't a, there, there weren't politicians out there leading them and calling them to calling protesters to attack the federal building in Portland. I mean, and and I'm not saying that Trump, Donald Trump did that specifically, but 
you know, these people went uh, with a political agenda into the Capitol to do what they did. The folks in Portland had a political agenda, yes, but they weren't organized. I, um, they were all bad, as, I guess is my point. It's all bad, and uh, we shouldn't try to say one was worse, way worse than the other, and why aren't people, you know, when you're talking about uh, rioters in the middle of the night in Portland who are masked and how do you identify those people as opposed to hundreds and literally hundreds or thousands of people that are traipsing through the, through the Capitol doing all kinds of damage who are posting this video of themselves on social media? I mean, it's a heck of a lot easier to identify those folks. Well, real quick, I've got to take a, a, a break, and I'll be back in just a moment. we got Heather on the line. We'll get to her, and we want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind. It's wide open here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Back in two minutes. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And just a reminder, the Whatcom County uh, Committee that is uh, considering, for one thing, a proposal for a potential new jail. They're holding a town hall, a listening session tonight that you can take part of. It's going to be live in the Whatcom County Council Chambers, but it's also on Zoom and um there are a number of ways you can take part and even uh, either observe or participate. And you can go to our website. There's a story on it on our website, and uh, there's a link there to show you how to get involved there and have your voice heard if you got some ideas about uh, what should be done as far as a new jail here in Whatcom County and, and other uh, law enforcement issues. Uh, real quick, well, we go though, we go back to the phones here on KGMI Connects. Heather in Bellingham joins us. Thanks for holding on, Heather. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. I just was listening to the last couple callers, and there was so much emotion. I thought, I want to call in and kind of do the flip side of all that. When I was a child growing up, we grew up in a very 400-people town. We had our own you know, farm. We had to you know, make our own food. We had to can our own stuff. And when I went to the big city, I remember I used to go into um, the rough areas, and I'd hear people crying and really, you know, violent things happening. And I'd look around and I'd say, why are they so upset? Their apartments are better than my house that I grew up in. I mean, there was things and it gave me kind of a different perspective on how to look at the world. And and when you find yourself not being able to have a conversation with somebody and listen to their side of the view and say, and try to understand where they're coming from, then that's the problem in our society because instead we're alienating each other instead of understanding where each other is coming from. Obviously, both of these people had some very deep personal experiences that they haven't resolved. But if, like, you work on these issues and then think to yourself, why am I going from zero to 60? Why am I so upset? It really has nothing to do with other people. It has to do with you. So I just personally like to look at my situation and take 100% responsibility. And if something's making me that upset, then I get involved. So if I'm upset about the homeless, 
I don't blame City Hall. I go down and I volunteer and I find out what made these people, you know, end up in this situation. Or if I'm not liking the way that a certain topic is going and I think Cherry Point should be able to, you know, drill in or do coal or do whatever they need to do, then I show up to the city council meetings. Okay. And right. you get to find out that everybody's working towards the same good and everybody's doing the best they can. And if they could do better, they would. So I would just implore your audience to try to learn how to communicate so we can all heal because this nation has been definitely blaming each side and that's tearing us apart. And I just really love to see us to be able to just accept that everybody has a different way of looking at the life because their life is different. They've had their own experiences and to value that they they are saying something that means something very important to them and at the same time figure out a way to talk so that everybody can learn and move forward. All right. I appreciate it, Heather. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that, yeah. And thanks for your call. No, I think, and I just think you're doing a great job and I'm impressed at how well you can hold, hold the line. (laughs) Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you joining us. Have a great night. You too. You too. And, and, and I think that's an important message and I think it's a kind it's a message that um, we saw voters send in this election um, and and there are bomb throwers and name callers on all sides and um, but it seemed to that our you know that voters this time around said by and large uh, said no to those types and said we want to see some cooperation we want to see people work together to one degree or another and we all have different ideas and I've said it a lot uh, that I think we have the same goal in mind. We want the our nation to continue to prosper, continue to be vibrant and and a thing. We don't want it to disappear. <laughs> and we want it to to uh still uh, you know be a, a wonderful place for our families, for our kids to grow up and have have long productive lives in. But um how we do that is is where we differ. And then we get so involved in that and we get so so tense and and ultimately angry and we view those who have a different view of where our nation should be going or even on just some specific issues that we view them as the enemy and uh that and, and but this whole idea that we'll elect people to go to Washington to go to war and basically say no to any kind of compromise. Anything the other side says is absolutely wrong, and we will not, even if it's right, we won't We won't go along with it. I think that whole idea pretty much was repudiated by voters this time around. People said, we want to have a, at least some civility and, and, and some cooperation, some level of cooperation in Washington. Whether we'll see it or not uh, is, uh, you know, if, that's yet to be seen, but uh, I think that's where uh, what we've seen from this most recent election is let's just let's move forward rather than just continue to argue and and um, and not cooperate, not work together on anything. It just makes sense to me. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We want to hear from you. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Whatever's on your mind. It's KGMI Connects. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple cut. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the team at Dewey Griffin are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin and learn about special ordering locally from Dewey Griffin Subaru. You'll get to build your own Subaru with all the new options you want, and you'll support a dealership that supports our community. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go safely. Need service? Dewey's Express Service Center is fast, convenient, and there's no appointment necessary. At Dewey Griffin, get the service you need when you need it. And they'll throw in a free car wash with any service. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. Ooh, hey, Paul. Fancy seeing you here at Volley's. Planning to play a little pickleball? Oh, hi, Howard. Great to see you, too. What? 
What's this? Stuck in line? Oh my, what a pity. Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I'd better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still waiting in line. <laughs> Paul doesn't want to wait for a pickleball court and neither do you. Volley is now open. Become a monthly member for just $49 for your first month and play two free bonus hours every day at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center. Members also get priority sign up for league play. Volley is now open year round for competitive and recreational pickleball from 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. seven days a week with 24,000 square feet of indoor pickleball fun plus cornhole, darts, shuffleboard and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. To learn more and sign up for Play, visit volleybellingham.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go to San Juan Island, and uh, Jim joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? Very good. Very good. I'd have to agree with our last caller that I think you do a really good job. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, you're you're very welcome. Uh, I do want to respond to her. You know, I can hear some of my conservative friends out there maybe yelling out Pollyanna. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't yell it out or scream it out, but it's, it's not that simple. You know, I grew up in a family where... You know, if we could all just get along and just talk about things and and do as good as you can do, and then things will be better or fine, uh, that would have been nice. But I left home at 15 via the emergency room. And uh, the trouble is, when there's certain people in power, and just about everybody else in the household was in power, and I wasn't, I was the youngest and the weakest, uh, they can, uh, human nature can kick in, and that's my friend uh, Rich from Ferndale, uh, he has a grasp of hum- human nature, and our founding fathers had a good grasp of it because our documents are finally crafted. So I just think some people on the left don't understand, wait a minute, if, if certain people have power and they always have it, they'll want more, and it'll just be bad for them. It'll be bad for everybody else. Um, well... I guess I see what, but but it's you know I see what you're saying, and I see what I understand what Rich is saying, and maybe human nature is to try to amass as much power as possible. But that's our system is set up to avoid that, and you can talk it is, all day. But after a couple hundred years, they've gamed it now, Joe. Well, after a couple, the lawyers who 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 is in office these days? It's all lawyers. They've, I've large. seen real crafty, smart lawyers who were wrong, and their their client was guilty, and they won in court because they know how to talk, mm-hmm. and they know how to nuance language and get to the technicalities. So it doesn't mean it's right, and but that's if, why there should be term limits. But if you look at our system, um, just look at the history of that, just recent history of legislation, for instance. Look at it. Yeah, I mean, Barack Obama uh, came into office. His uh, main goal initially was health care reform, and he had these grand plans. Well, even with uh, almost basically a supermajority in the Senate and a majority in the House, it still got hammered down and beat down into something uh, that that they had to pass even, in the middle of the night. Didn't even resemble what initially they <laughs> wanted. Christmas, I mean, Christmas Eve. Yeah, but Christmas it's, Eve in but, the middle of the night. But it's still a law that's, that has benefited millions of Americans, and I'm not saying it's perfect, I, but, I, but I still. But, 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 the more but, the government gets involved in health care, the worse health care gets. And health care is as bad as it's ever been. Why? Because the government's been getting involved for decades. Well, I mean... Well, so we just disagree on that. It's not okay. better. I don't think our lives are better. Do you uh, think so? You, so you think the, the 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 private marketplace would be better at regulating health care? I I well, don't see well, that. I think, I think 40, kind of, it's 40, already a wild west out ago, there. It had reached forty fifty years ago. 
people could like their doctor. They could keep their doctor, by the way. That didn't happen. And I, I just agree yeah. that things were better in the past. Now that we have the advantage of modern technology, it should even be better if we just gave more control to doctors and left it between the doctors and the people. But now, I mean, they created this huge hospital up here on San Juan Island, and it's totally corporate. It's it's not, boy, I tell you, it's it's not exactly your good old country doctors in there, okay? Even though right, they're people, but, but they're wonderful people, yeah. but... Healthcare is not as intimate. It's not the same. Doctors hardly t- touch you anymore, and it's gotten worse. But I would like to ask you one thing about uh, Chappelle's skit. Did you see? Did you see the skit where he had potato hole, my potato hole? <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was when when all those white people realized uh, what a potato hole was. Uh huh. They're, they're making was... these these silly sexual <laughs> connotations yeah, that, and that so uh, that was, and now that's the kind of writing that's the kind of writing I want to see come back so we can laugh again. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jim. Well, good talking to you. Appreciate Likewise, it, Joe. You're right. doing great. Take care, man. All right, bye bye. And uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Mount Michelle here in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. You know, I missed the, before I comment, I would just say I missed the old politically incorrect uh, comedians like Dick Gregory in the 60s and, uh, you know, the Rowan and Martin people. And, you know, just, uh, you know, what, what was the name of that show that was so funny in the late 60s and early 70s? Laughing? Or Nixon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah Laughing? Laughing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nixon named it, I think. it was. They had a very funny thing. But I, I like political incorrectness in the sense that, not necessarily in the racist sense or in sexist sense, but I like it in the sense of humor, because I I don't get offended by hardly anything, whether I agree with it or not. You know, it's like I was totally taken aback by uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania talking about releasing one-third of all the um, murder, I think it was second-degree murderers in Pennsylvania in the jails. I, I couldn't have been more opposed to that. But at the same time, you know, he did have a very tough go the last few months. And I kind of admired the way he stood up for himself and, you know, that kind of thing. So I wasn't all that upset when he got elected. I I don't think it's a wise decision, but, you know, I'd respect him to a point. But anyway, what I was going to say, I I like what Heather had to say, because I tend to believe very strongly that people do need to get involved. I know I have over the years, and people do need to... um, you know, um, if you complain all the time, you don't do anything about it, then I don't think you really have a right to complain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need yeah. to take action when we can. And like me, I, I call your show uh, uh, two or three times a month or whenever I can to, you know, mainly to talk about various issues. You know, at first it was COVID and how back and forth on that. And then it was also, you know, lately it's been crime and all that. But, you know, what I wanted to say was I think the elections – now, maybe I'm wrong and maybe my gut feeling isn't correct, but I'm old and I've been voting for over 50 years, and I cannot remember another time when so many elections, both in the Northwest and nationally, were so close. And I've noticed that almost all the elections, at least in the two Northwest states and in other states too – where Democratic women ran against Republican men, almost, and it, this is certainly true in our state, almost all of the winners were, by mostly narrow votes, but almost all of the winners were, Demo- winners were Democratic women. And I think that's because our nation is so incredibly polarized, I think abortion was far far more of an influence and an issue than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, too wor- I'm too old to worry about getting an abortion. <laughs> but at the same time, I never have because I really personally don't believe in it. But at, at the same time, I don't think it should be illegal or criminal. And um, it just should be like Bill Clinton said, uh, legal but rare. Yeah. But anyway, and yeah. it certainly shouldn't be allowed in the third trimester. That's In my book, that's murder. But anyway, I just think 
that um, we are so polarized still. I think the election showed this. And it, I don't know, is Trump still going to announce tonight? Is he still talking tonight? I, I think it was supposed to be at 6 o'clock. He does have an event scheduled tonight. Whether he'll announce, I think, is obviously still well, up I in the air. Well, I meant the event. But... He's supposed to talk. And, you know, I, I don't know who will take it. Fox will probably carry it if nobody else does. Uh-huh. But anyway, the thing is, I am just I, – I try to look at both sides of everything, part of my training in a media career, and I try really hard to try to understand both sides of everything. And I tend to be able to see both sides to a degree, except for one thing. And, you know, that's that's violent criminality. I, that doesn't have two sides. That's just pure evil. But right. anyway, okay. I just see, I mean, public safety is you know, on that. Shoplifting is bad, but it's not dangerous unless you confront one of them, I guess. But it's uh, violent criminality, rape and murder and whatnot. These are things that we cannot allow these people to ever get back out on the street. And, um, you know, that's where Seattle has made so many mistakes. But anyway, so I think it's been polar. I think our country, I'm not saying it's necessarily going to result in the collapse of the country, but I think we are still maybe even more polarized than than before. And I kind of worry about that uh, because I don't try to be a polarizing person. I try to listen to people. People, Nobody can offend me, just like I can't be addicted to anything except my hobby. Nobody can offend me when it comes to talking. I mean, I'll listen to anybody, and if I think they're wrong, and they ask me, I'll tell them I think you're wrong, but I don't scream or, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm just saying that I think we're polarized. What do you think, Joe? Do you think we're polarized? Well, I, I, yeah, I think we'd be crazy to say no, but I think, well, I mean, don't I think we certainly show. are. But I, I, for, following the election, I, I got a sense that uh, at least the majority of voters said we want to at least try to move beyond that a little bit, and that's never going to go away. We're always going to be polarized to one degree or another. But, uh, but don't let's, you think let's, let's, let's move away from of voters. What's I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, because there I are think you know, it's a tiny majority. Okay. I think the Democratic people did want to move past the polarization for better or worse. Um, I don't think you're always right, but I do think they wanted to move past it. But don't you think it was a fairly tiny margin that wants to move past it? Well, it just depends. I mean, if you look down and uh, I, I look at the, the third district here in Washington, and that was considered to be a safe Republican seat. Uh, but then, well, the, yeah, but then you look the at candidate. the background of the Republican man well, and the background the of the Democratic woman, and they both right. have serious flaws. Well, I don't know. The Democratic woman, well, the they're woman both tried newcomers. The Antifa, of all things. She that's what? Horrible. She what? The woman actually tried no, she she her didn't. husband. No, she didn't they defend tried to help Antifa. Antifa in the sense of of uh, giving them some help of some kind. Now, maybe no, that no, was a that, wrong that, statement by another politician. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'm running out of time. I got other folks I want to give a chance to here, Michelle. But uh, thanks for calling. And we'll, I've got to take a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes. We'll hear from uh, Steve, and we'll hear from the Rambler in just a moment. And you here on KG Mike and X, 360-676-5464. We're kicking things off this November by giving away 200000 in cash and free play. Score your share of this championship prize every Tuesday with hourly drawings starting at 5 p.m. Don't get sidelined. Claim one free entry every day. It's a battle on a gridiron with 200 grand at stake. Use your Reef Rewards card to earn additional entries. Plus, save up to 25 cents off every gallon of gas at Lummy Bay Market. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. For quality done right, 
call Honkoop Gravel. They use state-of-the-art technology to get your job done in a timely, accurate, and economical way. For projects as small as refreshing the driveway and as large as a multi-million dollar builder-ready plat development. Their services include multi-unit site preparation, fire line installation, drainage systems, house foundations, and more. They'll do custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com. Will it be on time? Will it really cost less? Those that went before you asked these same questions, and the decision was easy in light of reduced stress, convenient scheduling, and money saved. Of all the reasons to not ride airport or shuttle, the biggest is having never done it. But most who do it once continue years later. And paint at the pump? Well, that's one more reason to give yourself a gift this holiday season. Reduce your stress. Choose airport or shuttle. Visit airporter.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Tuesday, and Stephen Ferndale joins us. Hi, Steve. Hi, Joe. Great show today, as always. Good to have you. Thanks for joining us. Oh, well, thank you. What a fun election we just had. So, at 6 p.m. tonight, apparently the former president of the United States is going to make a big announcement do you think he's going to announce a run for president? Well, that's what he's alluded to, and I think what everybody expects. But then we've got many in the Republican Party telling him, "Hold on, don't, don't do it." Even if they would support him, I think the the, the idea is that the focus should be on Georgia now. Although, is there as much is there as much uh, Tension and anxiety over that race as there there would be if uh, the Senate was still up for grabs. I I, I don't know. That's a interesting I, I wonder how much time and energy they're going to invest in uh, the Georgia runoff because uh, you know Warnock beat Walker by over twenty thousand votes, which any other state it would have like you know the guy won right. I guess about what Biden beat Trump by in Georgia in twenty twenty. Um, I don't know how much focus or how much Republican voters are going to even bother to turn out for that, um, just because it doesn't really matter to control the Senate. Um, and because of the Georgia law, you have to get to 50 percent. And there was a couple of other you know, third party guys running. So mm-hmm. Warnock got to 49 point something, but he didn't get to 50. So they're having a runoff. But I don't think there's any reason to think that he's not going to easily win the state. What I wanted to talk about, though is uh, I really, really hope the former president uh, announces a run for president in 2024. I think that would be fantastic because of all of the things he's done for the Republican Party. He lost the House in 2018. He lost the Senate and the White House in 2020. And his influence basically just lost the Senate for the Republicans again. So I I like his track record. (laughs) All right. Open out the Republican Party. All right, Steve. I, I, I think we get where you're coming from there. Thanks. Appreciate your call. Uh, let's go over uh, just up the road to Custer, and the Rambler joins us. Hi, Rambler. Hey, Joe. Have to echo everything. Best show on radio for sure. I'd have to say for Steve, I agree. And so, although we said the same thing about a Barack Obama, he won, but he, the Democrats suffered as. Anyway, you know, that's the way it goes. And I did hear you say, well, no, no elected officials were backing those other. Well, actually, Kamala, she was bailing people out. And I went to a anti-police brutality thing that I thought that's what it was. But then I heard Sat Paul Fadu say, if we didn't get rid of the current president, nothing would ever get better. So, you know, you you hear, and if this had gone, you know, these races had gone a little bit Republican, would you still say, well, it was, hey, it was the people speaking that they don't, anyway, but, you know, and I'll, I I think, yeah, I mean, I would have had to say certain, you know, all these things, the other and the other, the only other thing I have is, you know, you've always a hey, Obamacare was a great start. That tells me you're not on it because I, I, it's called Medicaid, okay. And I never wanted to qualify for Medicaid, but when they decided I had pre-existing conditions, which now they call comorbidities, uh, I couldn't work. 
I mean, it's not like, you know, it wasn't a rule, but it's like everybody's like, oh, dude, you'll cost five times the insurance of everybody else. And then when I, you know, ooh, you go without work for a year and a half, and you're talking to the government, well, sir, if you had this many things wrong with you, why would you be working? I don't even know how to answer that question, ma'am. Working pays more than a disability. I never wanted to be on one. And, you know, this is the greatest country in the world. They're taking care of me. I'm just saying, you know, I I argued against some of these things. But, you know, hey, I said, hey, if you leave these programs in place till I have white hair, I'm going to be expensive, kids. Okay. All right. You know, I'm going to outlive all you guys. That's the wonderful part. country we've ever heard of i love and seriously oh you know before i sign off okay what you have problems sometimes with the feed and stuff you're back the people behind the scenes at the radio i knew this before because i ran into you guys once upon a time before there was an interweb Uh my god those guys are wizards Mm. they fix this and that oh my the things that you that they have to deal with that you didn't have to deal with 30 years ago and oh my gosh you know it's a, it's a complicated world back there i i could almost do what is it mr bill's thing man there's no way i could push the buttons those guys are good <laughs> all right rambler thanks for your call <laughs> they are good i mean our our uh, if we're talking about our engineers uh you know we've got a crack engineer here at our cascade radio group that's for sure and this building yeah it's just it's just uh it, it it's pulsating with uh with wires you know there's a whole uh, it's like like arteries of wires running up through this building as you can imagine but we'll take a quick break be back with more and we'll have time to take your calls whatever's on your mind 3606765464 ooh hey paul fancy seeing you here at volleys planning to play a little pickleball oh hi howard great to see you too what what's this stuck in line oh my what a pity Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I'd better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still waiting in line. <laughs> Paul doesn't want to wait for a pickleball court and neither do you. Volley is now open. Become a monthly member for just $49 for your first month and play two free bonus hours every day at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center. Members also get priority sign up for league play. Volley is now open year round for competitive and recreational pickleball from 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. seven days a week with 24,000 square feet of indoor pickleball fun plus cornhole, darts, shuffleboard and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. To learn more and sign up for league play visit volleybellingham.com hi this is marcia neal with vibrant usa if you are on medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance the time to call us is now you have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs to be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023 give vibrant usa a call at 866-733-5111 This is Steve Jostens from Hinton Chevrolet in Linden. We've been blessed with another successful year and are now looking to hire a new technician and a new parts advisor. If you or anyone you know is actively looking for a job or change of job, bring your resume in person to Hinton Chevrolet. Join our team before our Christmas party. Hinton Chevrolet Buick, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at hintonmotors.com. This is Russ at Linden Manor Assisted Living. While the world has changed, the needs of our seniors have not. At Linden Manor, we offer independent and assisted living, as well as memory care. It's your private apartment. You don't live at our work, we work in your home. We have 24-hour nursing staff, weekly housekeeping, three daily meals, on-site beauty salon, and activities to keep both mind and body young. Find value in community living. Visit our website at lindenmanor.com or call Janet for more information. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. we got a couple of minutes if you want to throw in your two cents or four cents or six cents worth here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And just about you know, the idea of power. I mean, nobody here in this country is all powerful, and I think that's how we want to keep it. 
There are obviously some who would like to change that, but that's what our system is set up to avoid. Maybe not completely prevent, but avoid as much as possible. And uh, I think that's the beauty of our system. I mean, you can say what you want about, you know, Nancy Pelosi's been in Congress forever or Mitch McConnell been in the Senate forever. But they are still just one person and they have to get a coalition of people to be able to move forward with any kind of legislation. And I mean, that could be by party or it can be by a coalition if you can get uh, lawmakers of it. But the point is, is that our system is set up to require a number of people in Congress's case, a large number of people, or in our legislature's case, a large number of people to, to, to come together to, uh, to make policy or, or make laws. And um, that's it's an ugly process, sure, but when you have that many people involved in it, it's not going to be all that clean and, um, and neat. So that's the system we have. And people complain about it, too. And I'm not saying it's perfect, obviously. There's no perfect, no human system that's perfect. But uh, it's it's a big step in the right direction, as I think Obamacare is a big step in the right direction as far as health care. We had, I mean, if you've had any experience to any degree with our health care system, you know, even to this day, what a mess it is. But when people, when we had millions and tens of millions of people, Americans without health insurance, and um, that that's just a recipe for disaster. We still have a system where we have lots of people, even with health insurance, having to declare bankruptcy if they get into serious health issues. Uh, then, and that's a big problem as well. But uh, these are things that um, we'll continue to, to grapple with, I think. But uh, there are some things that uh, some steps we need to take. And um, just a. Just a couple of thoughts there. But uh, appreciate everybody taking part in our program today. It's what uh, what it's all about is uh, your participation. And um, one other thing, uh, you know, early in the – this is another, another issue, but we had a poll a while back. Uh, last week we talked about uh, – or no, just yesterday. There, or, uh, yeah, we had the poll about uh, affordable housing. And a lot of people said, oh, you know, affordable housing, get rid of, you know, burdensome – regulation. But if you're talking about affordable housing, people who can't afford a home, the idea is not to make it easier for wealthy people to afford a home, make it easier for them to buy a McMansion or to build a McMansion. The idea is to make it easier for people who are struggling to have a home and to keep a a roof over their heads, help them out. That's the idea of affordable housing, I think. We'll continue that discussion as well here on KGMI Connects. We'll be back tomorrow at 4, and hope you'll join us then. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.